Hi, welcome to episode 83 of the Hey, Okay, Ha, Happy Hour. I'm your host, MP Snyders, and you are... I uh, hope you're doing well, whoever you are, whatever you are. Uh, whether you're a, a heterosexual human being or a bisexual Kryptonian. I, I hope you're enjoying your October 17th uh, of October. October 17th of October, you redundant fuck. Um, but yeah, I, you know, when the world's collapsing and civilization is unraveling and, and governments are clamping down on everything and, and people are literally just quitting life and supply chains are breaking down and nothing can get done. When things like this happen, um, I want the hard hitting news story. I want to, I want it the straight shot, straight, no chaser. So I pull up my, my laptop. What, what news story am I going to be greeted with? today. Uh, it turns out Superman is bisexual. Yep, Superman likes dick. That's a, a fictional child book, child's comic book character likes, like, he, he still likes pussy. Uh, that's, that's not, he, he's not gay, okay? He still likes to get it in, but he also likes dick. Um, <laughs> what a non sequitur like who the you know that like that played out meme you know with nobody colon and then whatever you nobody <laughs> dc superman likes dick um all right i'm all for it i don't give a fuck who you're who you're banging it's none of my business uh if you're a real person let alone a fictional <laughs> character uh, but, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Isn't Batman, shouldn't he be the, the, the gay one, right? And is there any straight superheroes left? Because I know they made Robin gay, which, come on, he was gay from the get-go. The Riddler should be gay. Um, the Joker's gay-ish. Um, he's probably, like, pansexual. They made uh, Supergirl lesbian or something. She'll do it. Um, and then who else? Captain America, I think. Did they make they make Captain fucking America? Come on, you can have Captain America gays, but you can't have Superman. Take one or the other. We'll give you Batman. I say let the gays have Batman. Because, come on, Batman is gay. He's already hanging out with Robin. A confirmed homosexual, right? Single millionaire, uh, living in a in a in a cave, spurlunking, and he's uh, he's really into tight leather. One of his villains, his arch enemies, nemesis, is a is a lady named Catwoman, and uh, you know, come on, he's literally fighting pussy, and we're gonna say that this guy's straight. Come on, gays. Take Batman. Batman's gay. We keep Superman. Clearly straight. Come on. Kansas. Farmers. Fucking uh, blue, what do they call them? The blue uh, boy scout. Truth, justice, and the American way. Come on. The American way sounds a little right-wingy. Sounds a little mega to me. I can see Superman in a mega hat. I can. I know that pisses off all you 
liberal Superman fans, but I will remind you that you are a grown adult who is a fan of Superman. Okay, you have problems beyond a guy wearing a red hat. Okay, grow up. First of all, secondly, thirdly, or what do you? Fifthly, the Hulk is is got to be straight, right? The Hulk is straight, but he's bipolar. He's not bisexual. He's bipolar. Thor is straight. If they go after Thor and make that motherfucker gay, I am. Uh, uh, I'm boycotting these movies that I've never even seen. Uh, that's not true. I've seen a couple of them. Which ones did I see? God damn it. I can't even remember. You know what? Maybe I haven't seen them. Fuck them. Um, who else is there? I'm, a, I'm aware, though. I'm aware of the universe, as you guys call it, right? You call it your Marvel universe and your DC universe. And there was something called the Snyderverse, which sounded... Cool, because it kind of sounds like my name. Like, well, tell me more about this. Then I found out what it was. I'm like, ah, fuck that. The fuck you tell him? It's a director's cut of a comic book movie. What happened to adult grown-up movies? Remember that grown-up movies? I don't want to sound too old, but when I was a, a child, like if a forty-year-old man, let's say you had a like a like a friend's dad was in his forties, let's say you found out that he was playing video games and he also was really into uh, Batman. You would think that that your friend was like, you'd feel sorry for him. You'd be like, oh, you don't have a, a, a dad. You, you have a special needs adult in your, in your house that your mom also has to take care of. <laughs> the fuck, man? What's happening to these goddamn superhero movies everywhere in the last 15 fuck years? Um, and, and I, they're good. Don't get me wrong, but why are we? Here's what I don't get: these, 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 uh, these, like, literary, borderline pretentious, sophisticates who love them some Marvel. You know, they love them some. You know, really two dimensional. These are. Clearly, two dimensional. They're literally two dimensional characters. They're ripped out of comic books. They are the whole point of uh, uh, comic book superheroes is it's for kids and it's very simplified. Good, evil, bang. These same people hate Ayn Rand. Uh, I've noticed. I'm generalizing here, but there is a a very uh, a Venn, a Venn diagram. There is a huge overlap <laughs> between uh, liberal. Uh, um, young, what do you call them, hipster, Marvel fans, love comic books, and they also hate, uh, most of you say, who the fuck is Ayn Rand? Well, she was a no she's a screenwriter, novelist, moved over from Russia in the uh, 20s or teens, uh, 19-teens, uh, became a, a very successful novelist uh, in which she outlined her philosophy um, using... Um, I guess kind of two-dimensional characters, but not comic book level characters. My point is her philosophy was very anarchist. Uh, it was very, uh, uh, actually, non-violent, anarchistic, laissez-faire, and capitalistic. Basically, non-aggression non principle was taken quite seriously by Miss Ayn Rand, and understandably so because she lived through the Bolshevik Revolution, which, you know, we like to talk about communist revolutions like they, they sound a lot of fun, 
right? Something like out of a Rage Against the Machine video. But it turns out in reality, it's a lot of suffering, a lot of starvation, a lot of um, assassinations, a lot of jailings, and a lot of just a lot of bad things. So she decided she was going to be basically a fucking uh, borderline pacifist, not a pacifist because she believes in self-defense, but her whole thing was she hated government and basically any criminal syndicate or uh, group of men who would uh, uh, initiate violence against other people. But this included a, a strong hatred of socialism and communism, which made her a villain to the left. Even though she was a woman embodied feminism in a lot of ways because she was riding circles around the men of her time and uh, was just a bad bitch. But she was also kind of a, a, a cantorious lady, you, a real battle axe as Norm MacDonald might have described her. And uh, because of this, uh, uh, there are certain people that feel uh, totally okay with calling her a stupid cunt, like feminists. Liberal feminists are like, yeah, Ayn Rand, don't read that, philosopher. Real stupid cunt, selfish cunt, they'll call her. Real feminists, these people. Uh, really love and respect uh, female intellectuals, right? You could disagree with, a, with, with somebody. You don't have to certainly not call them a cunt. Um, it's, it's unbelievable, right? They'll do that. But, but, oh, here's my point. One of the main critiques of Ayn Rand, and this is a, a good critique from a literary standpoint, is that her characters and her novels were very two-dimensional. And the, what made me think of this was that these are the same people that fall head over heels for fucking superhero movies. It's like, it's like the established, I think they, the superhero movies are, I think they are embedded with establishment propaganda. That's my only explanation, as are Star Wars, because it seems like um, there's a certain segment of the population that feels legally obligated to express their fandom for this stuff. I, I noticed the same thing with Game of Thrones. It's like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just doing what I hate, which is, I don't like what you like, so I'm going to make up shit about it and enjoy your stuff. Uh, don't listen to me. Don't, don't listen to me because there's some shit I'm into that you would probably think is retarded. And you know what? You'd be right. I don't know. Who am I? Uh, how do I... Uh, how do I get here and how do I get off of here? That's we're talking about superhero movies. Oh, Superman's gay. Yeah, yeah, Superman's gay. Um, Wonder Woman, clearly straight, but also just she's had it up to here with men because she's a Wonder Woman, right? There's no guy that could bang a Wonder Woman, I wouldn't think. Because there's no wonder men. Doesn't she come from an area where it's only ladies? Boy, what a fucking... Oh. I didn't see the movie, so I'm probably stepping on with the premise of... But isn't there... Uh, yeah, I, anyway. Enough fucking superhero talk. See? See, they got me. See, they're shitting on them. And see, they've captured my imagination that I'm speculating on their sexualities. Shame on me. Shame on all of us. Uh, shout out to, um, well, shout out to everybody, but shout out in particular to those of you who uh, are losing their jobs because uh, because they're not getting uh, this injection that we, we're still calling a vaccine for some reason. I, okay, okay. 
I guess we change the definition. I guess if you do literally change the definition of a word, you can refer to it as a vaccine. But boy, but wow. Have you ever seen goalposts move faster? Like, you talk about quickly moving goalposts 12 months ago, 100% safe and effective. 100%. And I was like, ah, well, 99. You know, you can't say 100. So I was like, 99. Then it was 97. Okay, I don't know 97, you know. Because there's so many breakout, what do they call them? Breakthrough cases, breakout cases, whatever the fuck they call them. They're just cases. Everybody knows somebody who. Either you have had the vaccine and gotten sick again, or you know a few people who have. Breakout cases are fucking common. So I got 97%, right? But they, they fucked up that number because they included everybody from the start, all hospitalizations, all deaths. So, of course, most of these occurred before there was a vaccine available. And so it made it, but anyway. But then they moved it down to like 60%. And now I think, is it Johnson & Johnson was down to 40 like, holy shit, it went from, this is going to keep you from getting sick, like most actual vaccines work. You get a vaccine, you don't get the thing. Went from there, it became a symptom mitigator. It's like, yeah, you'll still get it, but you won't spread it. But then it was, oh, you'll get it, and you'll also spread it. But don't worry, your symptoms will be more mild. But it's like these symptoms were already mild, you know? They were already mild. People get sick, yes. People with comorbidities die, yes. 83-year-olds die. I don't know if you've heard about this, but 83-year-olds die. Um, this was already a mild disease, and so the goalposts moved to, it makes this symptoms. But then there were massive amounts of hospitalizations. In Britain, 70% of hospitalizations were from vaccinated folk. In America, we don't know what the fuck the exact numbers are because they're not transparent at all. But here you have... People, and just anecdotally, and people who work in healthcare are noticing, holy shit, there's a whole lot of fucking vaccinated motherfuckers coming out of the hospital with serious symptoms here. A few of them are even dying. What is it, like 15,000? It's measured in the thousands. People dying of who are vaxxed. And then it became, well, uh, your death will be less painful. <laughs> it went from 100% effective to, uh, you know, preventing you from getting any kind of illness to at least... If you do die, it'll be less painful. <clears throat> so now we're at this awkward stage where clearly they lied about how severe the, the disease was coming in. Clearly that was exaggerated, whether they did it on purpose or it was just an inaccurate prediction. It did not come anywhere close to what was pro... pro I'm not even going to try to say the word. Predicted, right? The vaccine was way less effective than was promised. And also, at the same time, if these two factors were not enough, for not enough, enough reason for a intelligent, pragmatic person to do a risk calculus and conclude that maybe a vaccine isn't worth it, if those two things weren't enough, we're also grossly underreporting and underplaying the side effects. The first way there are, we are doing that is by taking it as a, a given that people are going to be sick for a day or two, they say. Like people are bedridden for a day or two, and they're just like, yeah, well, that's just, you know, that's just normal. No, it's not fucking normal at all, at 
fucking it's like hey do you have any side effects from your uh, vaccine people are like no no nothing at all no side effects whatsoever i mean i had to call out work for a, for two days but that's just normal it's like that is you know but they've primed us to accept that and then i mean i'm sure you I mean, if, if you know people and you talk honestly with people and you know enough people you will know people who have serious serious side effects from these vaccines Rashes, I've seen, I'm not going to say who, I don't want to give you a hint who, but a man who has broke out in some fucking rash on his back. His fucking jaw swole. He had to go to the dentist. He thought there was something wrong with his jaw. Some immuno response to God knows what. Well, probably the vaccine. How often does a guy, lymph nodes swelling, women on their period for weeks in a row, and we're downplaying this. People feel like they have to self-censor these it's so common to be sick and feel a little weird from these fucking injections that people, like, I know more people who have gotten COVID and didn't notice anything than I know people who've gotten the vaccine and didn't notice anything. It's way more common for me to hear, oh, yeah, I tested positive for COVID, but uh, I didn't even know it. I didn't even know I had it. You hear that a lot. I didn't even know I had it. You know, oh, now that you mentioned, I do feel a little sick, but not really. I hear that a lot. Not the majority, but significant. But what I don't hear much of is I got the vaccination, didn't even notice I had it. Had zero noticeable effects whatsoever. I'm not saying I've never heard that, but I've heard it once, maybe, well, twice. If I ask, maybe more. But the majority of people who get vaccinated are at least a little under the weather for a day. Now, given that this disease is pretty fucking mild for most of the population, and the chances of any symptoms, let alone serious symptoms, are low, and the risk with the vaccine getting any side effects is pretty high, and we don't know the long-term effects, you are not crazy at all or stupid for saying no. Even if it means no to your fucking job. This gaslighting is running out of steam. Thank God. This attempt to vilify people who have healthy skepticism of drug companies who are known to lie and the regulatory captured alphabet government agencies that they control, that's, that's healthy intelligence. It's not healthy intelligence to trust drug companies. That's not intelligent. That's not scientific. Trust the drug companies? Why? Because they just called themselves science? They just, it's, that's just a marketing slogan. Trust has nothing to do with science whatsoever. Trust has to do with faith. When government and corporations ask you to have faith in them for something that's unproven, especially when they're known to be liars, is insane. That this has to be even said out loud is, is to me crazy. But due to the control of information, you would get the opposite impression if you go on social media, if you turn on your television. The default rational, logical position, it's made to seem, is to be 
is to be uh, rapidly pro-injection. Did you see the Colbert Report shit? Or the fucking... It, it's, it's, it's just... It's interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. To live through this in real time. Uh, did you see Sanjay, you know, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, the CNN uh, doctor guy, journalist? They, uh, the CNN deployed him with a little damage control. They go, hey, go on a fucking the Joe Rogan experience, which I am told is a fairly popular podcast. And so Sanjay Gupta, a medical doctor who's been, uh, I would assume, studying and researching the shit out of this virus the last 18 months and knows a thing or two, goes on to the podcast to speak to a comedian, a drunken, probably high, formerly uh, taekwondo fighting, brain damage ridden, meathead comedian. Okay? Now, in any other time period in history, you would say to yourself, well, this is going to be embarrassing this doctor is going to embody the logos and use rationality and logic and common sense to to put a little put a little truth in this in this moron's head and if you listen to that podcast it's fucking fascinating because it rogan had a tighter grip and handle on logic and reason than this doctor did. And it was at turns, at times, a bit of a debate. And if you want to look at it as a competition, which I don't think you necessarily should, you can just have a conversation. But if you want to look at it like a competition, because there was a little bad blood there, considering CNN lied about Joe Rogan's ivermectin use, when it did become combative, Joe Rogan won, and it wasn't even close. It was embarrassing for the doctor. And it's not because Joe Rogan is smarter or more informed than Sanjay Gupta. It's because Dr. Sanjay Gupta had an agenda and had talking points that he had to get through. He wasn't talking like a person genuinely interested in truth. He had an agenda. And so what the lesson is, if, you're, if you align with the truth, or a truth, you know, whatever you can, the closest one can get, the closest you can get to the truth, genuinely, the easier time you have, the, that's why nobody wants to debate. There's no pro-lockdown, pro-mask people. Are like, yes, I really want to debate a well-informed critic of these policies in a public forum. Yes, it's quite the opposite. It's a house of cards. It's only sustained by their grip on information control and also making you feel like you're crazy, right? If you look at this and you have a little voice in your head going, this, none of this has added up since the very beginning, that little voice, it's not being confirmed anywhere, right? And that's what makes you seem or feel like you're crazy or out of step. If your voice of reason isn't confirmed by social media or any media, you go, well, well, maybe it's me. Or, or maybe it's not me, but maybe I'm in the clear minority. Which, I don't know, talking to people face-to-face and actually 
getting down to brass tacks. I think the ship has sailed, and history will look back on this, this whole COVID thing, and wonder how anybody ever fell for it. And the question is, how are we going to get through this? Because when people awaken to the shenanigans, what our oligarchs are actually doing, that's when the force and the coercion will increase. You don't need force and coercion when enough people are hypnotized to your, to your marching orders. You don't need to bring the hammer down. You only need to bring the hammer down when they get out of line. Now we're seeing all these protests in Europe. We're seeing all these strikes in Australia and the United States. And we're seeing the establishment media doing their damnedest to keep the American or the world citizens from becoming aware of what's going on. People are fighting back against these vaccine mandates and these hilarious excuses for why, for example, Southwest had to cancel 2,000 flights over a weekend and a bunch of pilots walked out. Their explanations are hilariously uh, not true. And the media keeps hurting its own credibility by following the orders of the liars above them. So they'll report with a straight face. Oh, the Southwest walkout. No, no, nothing to see here. No, it's not a strike. They'll have people read the story, the news articles. They go, wait a second. How the fuck can we believe you? So faith in our institutions are crumbling rapidly in real time. It's been crumbling for, for the last couple decades, but it's rapidly happening now. It's like a, the sand in an hourglass at the beginning when the sand's trickling down. You don't really notice it at the top. You see the sand slowly moving, but at the final moments, the sand really just pours down. We're kind of getting to that point on the exponential curve. Now things are going to get really weird, right? First, you censor and suppress the truth. Then you jail the truth, and eventually you start to kill you murder the truth. That's the trajectory of most authoritarian regimes throughout history. Maybe we'll be an exception. It'd be, be good, wouldn't it, to not get thrown in a cage or murdered <laughs> for insisting that two plus two equals four? Um, well, if you find yourself in a, in, a, in a position where you're being gaslit, by these walking zombies, have some compassion for them. You're not gonna, you're not gonna do any good uh, by lowering yourself to their level by calling them stupid and calling them crazy. Believe me, I've tried. Um, just shake it off. And try to stay out of prison, right? <laughs> I say, private gulag. Um, <clears throat> they don't have gulags, though. That's a Soviet thing. Um, trying to think of a better, a higher note. We got to end on a higher note than, um, than, than, than stay out of gulags, right? Uh, let me look at my notes here to see if I wrote anything down. Usually I don't. Oh, Kyrie Irving. Oh, uh, yeah, Kyrie Irving. So to, to wrap it all up, to put a bow on it. Uh, how do I even say this? Just shout out to Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Star of the Brooklyn Nets, one of three stars, is refusing to get vaccinated, and New York City law requires you to be to be vaccinated to uh, to do anything. He's refusing, and um, he might retire from basketball. 
walk away from millions and millions of dollars. Now, it's easy to walk away from millions and millions of dollars if you already have millions of dollars granted. Granted. But he's still walking away from millions of dollars. And remember, this guy is a darling of, uh, for lack of a better word, the left. And I hate to use the left because it's a false dichotomy to begin with, and I don't even know what left even means or right even means anymore. But, you know, he was very involved with charities. Um, he was involved with, uh, I would call it lowercase BLM. You know, the, the idea behind BLM, I'm not sure he was a, the organization itself uh, he was a huge fan of. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but... He has walked the walk. He has uh, paid scholarships for, I don't know, there's a huge, huge long list of there of, of lefty activism that he's been involved with. Uh, he's also somewhat of an alleged conspiracy theorist b- besides this, before this vaccine stuff came up. And now here he is refusing to get vaccinated. And so people, liberals on the left who like him but are very pro-vax, have this weird cognitive dissonance. And there's a lot of these folks in the media who report on this. And so they don't know what to do with this. It's bugging the shit out of them. Because on one hand, every instinct and their masters are telling them to vilify this Kyrie Irving as a selfish, delusional dumbass, basically. But they themselves know that that's not the case but they're still very pro-vax, and so they're, like, they're hiding behind the idea that poor Kyrie has been misled by YouTube videos. Poor Kyrie is just a, uh, you know, he's just being, he's an, un, an unwitting agent of, of forces beyond, like they did with Kanye. Like, oh, you're, you're just too stupid to understand. You're just being manipulated. No, motherfuckers, you're being manipulated. Stop projecting. Kyrie Irving is uh, completely out of his fucking mind when he gave that flat earth shit. I'll grant you. But that was a glib response. He was fucking with the media. Everything else about Kyrie Irving, including his game, by the way. Um, I know I'm a little weird. I, I, I'll judge people by, their, by the style of their basketball game. Like it's a window into their personality. It's probably not true, but I do it anyway. Uh, but his charitable work, his off-the-court stuff, he uh, is, is not crazy and has a lot of good reasons to not take the vaccine. And it's none of your fucking business anyway. At least, it used to not be our business when we were a little closer to sanity. The idea of a, that a vaccine mandate is even proposition, let alone something going through, is, is just, we're, we're through the looking glass. But, but we'll get back, right? We'll get back, assuming your brains don't melt from the vaccine and we have enough enough. <laughs> Ah, I'm kidding. Vaccines don't make your brain melt. They just make you sick for a few days unnecessarily. So, and alter your RNA. It's always, it's always better to be safe than sorry. Guys, should I get the fuck out of here? Huh? Why don't you go ahead and give me a review? Why don't you go ahead and give me a zero star review, you pussies? Or give me a five star review if you, if you feel, oh, give me one in between. I don't give a fuck, you know? I just want to tell you, I just want to say, I just want to get this off my chest, you're the best. All right, you guys have a good uh, week.
weekend. We'll talk to you at some point next week or earlier, earlier, later this week. Until then, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye. <laughs>